Long ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Star Wars saga began. And Kenner continues the excitement. Star Wars figures. The Empire Strikes Back turns the Jedi. Welcome to the Star Wars Collector's Archive Podcast. It's the Cast. Newest news on the oldest toys. From bubble bath to belt buckles. From 12 packs to 2 packs. New boss, alien bounty hunter. From the, from the, from the, from the, from the Star Wars Collection. We bring the world of vintage Star Wars memorabilia alive with informative features and personal collecting stories. Offer expires December 31st, 1979. And Octavito with Tentacle. The Supreme Master, the Emperor. Brought to you by the Star Wars Collector's Archive. The SWCA.com. Featuring your host, Sky Payne. Even Chewbacca. 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 This week's co-host, Stephen B. Danley. I've got you now, Ben Kenobi. Star Wars Early Bird Certificate Package. New from Kenner. Kenner's Star Wars action figures each sold separately. Wampa Wampa, everybody. Welcome to Kivecast Numero Cuatro. That's right, number four for all you space freaks. Uh, we'll get into that one later. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's our fourth episode, Steve. It's uh, it's coming along. Yeah, it's like we're actually doing this. <laughs> but uh, I, I've been trying to think of, you know, what would be a good theme? Last time we had the, the California Vintage Collectors Club, and that kind of created its own theme. Yeah, with all the coin talk. And yeah, coin talk and stormtroopers and mortarheads, etc. But I'm thinking, really, you know, Celebration 5 is coming up, and we haven't had any real exciting announcements, have we? Not yet, no. Not yet. So I'm thinking pretty soon we're going to be looking forward. I know the Kivecast is going to have some announcements. The Museum's going to have some announcements. The California Collectors Club will have some announcements for a cool swag. Uh, who knows what's going on with the, the collector tracks and all that stuff and exclusive memorabilia and all that. So we're all looking forward. So before we look forward, let's look back, Steve. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to look back in this episode. Uh, we're going to feature an interview with uh, Tom B., who started a website, IGrewUpStarWars.com. And uh, we're just going to think a little bit about, you know, what, is it, what does it really mean? There's, I, as far as I can see, there's two kinds of nostalgia. As you can tell, I like categories. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's a nostalgia for your childhood, and then there's the nostalgia for collecting itself. And uh, we're going to touch on both of those. Uh, but uh, anything else to add before the news, Steve? I think we're ready. All right. Get the news. Watch out! It's Kenner's news. It's Kenner's news. It's Kenner's news. Here's the news. It's Kenner's news. News from Kenner. Here's the news. Here's the news. It's Kenner's news. News from Kenner. Here's the news. There's more news this month, and I don't think it's because there's more news. I think we're just paying less attention to baseball. That's probably true. <laughs> it's uh, when we last recorded, I, I was in first place, and uh, you, you've fallen off a bit. Yeah, thanks, Steve. So, I, so have I. <laughs> you know, we uh, we do the fantasy baseball with a bunch of other collectors. And I had five in- injuries in one week, and uh, that, and also I'm I'm a little hyperactive player. But anyways, so we don't care about baseball anymore. Back to start. Actually, I was thinking, Steve, I I didn't talk to you about this before, but uh, 
in 2003, I'm a big Red Sox fan, and in 2003, the Red Sox famously lost a really big game against the Yankees. They kept Pedro in too long. It's a oh, long story. You remember it. I remember, yeah. So what happened was my friends and I, we actually went to the Joshua Tree that weekend to get away because we were so distraught. We were so upset. And that's when I realized I need a hobby that you can't lose because <laughs> you can lose being a sports fan. Baseball is a painful thing. It's a you know very painful <laughs> thing. Only three out of ten times are you going to do it if you do it well. So that's one thing I love about collecting Star Wars and loving Star Wars movies because I'm never going to lose collecting. No. Right? I'm never going to put on Return of the Jedi and say, oh, man, I didn't do it right. You know? <laughs> And anyways, so as long as you watch, as long as you're watching the original version, man, just to stick to the yeah, that's one. true. You, with that, with that the Enya song at the end, you gotta have the yub nub, which <laughs> which brings us to our topic of nostalgia. But before we get to nostalgia, let's uh, let's let's get to the news. Um, so, interestingly enough, Steve, I would say the number one general Star Wars news of the month has to do with this uh, Galactic Empire State of Mind mashup. Have you seen it, Steve? I have. I saw it yesterday for the first time. Yeah, it's outstanding. It's uh, the Jay-Z song, Empire State of Mind. And everyone's kind of thought, oh, Empire. I'm sure a lot of people had the idea, let's do a Star Wars version of it. But, I mean, they nailed it. (laughs) It's a singular perspective with Darth Vader as Jay-Z. It never changes. Uh, Alicia Keys as as Leia. She does a very, very fine job. And what's interesting about this for us is, interestingly enough... <laughs> it ties right into the, the past debate D8. Right into the past debate D8. And this was pointed out by a friend of the Cavcast, Joe, uh, when he posted it. But he notes that Darth Vader, in fact, says A-T-A-T. <laughs> Not at at. So I'm going to play the clip here, and, and you can just see, and you can hear the proof. That in fact it is ATAT. At at. You know I find you hiding out an echo. Now I got a blizzard for some lemonade you quick. You ATAT hit the spot, but they fall down a lot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I'm a, I'm a very gracious winner, Steve. And yeah. uh, I will allow you to, to, <laughs> to just accept defeat. Uh, uh, I got it. It's done. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there's you can't if Darth Vader himself says ATAT. Uh, anyways, that was uh, that was fun, and also Joe uh, put forth the idea that it was me uh, breakdancing in the Chewbacca costume, but it was actually me breakdancing in the Ewok costume. Was Dude, that was me, man. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then the other news, more general, but uh, there was a commercial for Rhapsody. Do you know what that is, Steve? Uh, it's the music deal, right? I, I'm not too familiar with it. Yeah, it's some sort of, hey, let's guess that iTunes won't work. Just right, a, right. A, a great, great business plan. Uh, <laughs> Good luck, man. Yeah, Good but it's, luck. It's a subscription service, and you pay only 10 bucks a month, and you get music. And in the ad, they have a probably, I don't know, 27-year-old woman, and there she is, and she's listening to music, and the boyfriend comes in like what are you doing how much money are you spending on music and she says oh it's ten dollars a month and he he holds up an action figure some kind of generic wrestler and says i paid ten dollars for this and then it's uh, and he there's a beat and he says it's vintage <laughs> so this is only important it's not a star wars figure but it's important because i think it's the first time you ever hear vintage in in the mass market i mean correct me if i'm wrong audience 
you know, do they say it in the forty year old version, Steve? Uh, I don't remember. I, I think maybe some maybe. Of the old ones, but yeah. No, as far as toys and vintage, I don't. I don't. There's nothing that I can think of that comes to mind right away. Right. So I think that's a step forward for us in the hobby, even though uh, the guy himself is not how I would like to be presented. Uh, <laughs> I think I read somewhere, yeah, uh, someone asked on Yahoo, why does the guy in the new Rhapsody commercial act mentally retarded? Wow. I, I think I need to see <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll get the drop at some point and, uh, and insert it uh, probably right here. Yeah, so that's uh, one one little bit of news, uh, which you know, which is good. And then there's something else that I actually somehow we missed last uh, last month, Steve. Right, this which is, is the, uh, the the stormtrooper. Right, which is funny because all we talked about last month was stormtroopers, was stormtroopers <laughs> over and over and over again with the stormtroopers. And there was real, actual news. And you can't see what's right in front of you. <laughs> yeah, you can't see what's right in front of you. So uh, Dax from uh, Australia, um, and uh, I'm not going to try and do an Australian no, accent. Let's do the, let's... Whenever I do, it always slips into a Scottish accent. I start <laughs> off like, G'day, mate. Like some agus? Anyways. <laughs> so uh, I'll put up a link and a, a picture of this. But uh, he was able to pick up some Star Wars figures... And one of the figures he gets is a apparently a very normal stormtrooper Star Wars card back, but what he displayed to everybody was it is in fact what kind of back, Steve? A twenty-one back. A twenty-one back, which is quite often considered. I mean, I thought it was unproduced, right? Right, right. It just non-existent yeah. as far as <laughs> surviving examples. Right. So if you're more of a novice, for every card back. In general, every character that was produced is available on that card back. There are some notable exceptions. Right. And the 21-back Stormtrooper really is one of the most uh, sought-after variations. I think there's one or two card backs that exist without the figure. Right. But here it was, and that was last month uh, in, in April. But again, the baseball season was calling. That was like opening week. That was baseball. opening week. I mean, just, <laughs> just forget it. I, I didn't even post on this guy's limelight thread on Dax's limelight thread. So uh, that's that's a, a big a big uh, oversight on the part of the Kivecast. But good job, Dax, finding it. Thanks for limelighting it. Yeah. Um, One thing I, I liked about his story about finding it, it really reminded me of that Vinyl Cape Jawa that we talked about a couple, I think it was two, two shows ago. Uh-huh. And it was just a thing where he said the description was poor, communication was poor, he just had a basic picture, and he right. lucked out. <laughs> Which I think is awesome. It's really great that, that uh, someone in Australia is finding one of these Australian things. That they, so far, I mean, in looking at it, it's it's like pristine. Yeah, it's mint. Oh, yeah, to boot. Yeah, that's uh, that's a really good point. Yeah, you just never know. You know, sometimes you just have to go on faith that it's going to be what you want. Because at the end of the day, the worst case scenario is you have 
a 12-pack Stormtrooper or a 20-pack. Which know, is a, a great thing in yeah, itself. Which is still a, a great thing in itself. So anyways, uh, we wanted to, to bring that to attention. And we'll, we'll have a, a link to the thread and we'll have a, a picture of it. And again, it's just that kind of nerdy stuff that, uh, <laughs> that the Kivecast is here for. And then there's another piece of news, Steve. And we... we uh, We've been thinking about staying away from scandals. Yeah, we're going and into scams, the scandalous. <laughs> but we're going into the scandalous and we're going into the scams. This is one of the most notorious scams, I would say, in the history of the hobby. Uh, if you go to the, uh, the Rebel Scum forums, it's in the Vintage Watch Out section. And it has, I think, over. Oh, this is one of the longest. Yeah. I remember reading this over a long period of time. Yeah, it's still, still going. Yeah, it takes several. I think there's several thousand responses to it. My goodness. And uh, what it what it concerns is a very very prominent member of the community, a guy whose name was Billy Boy, uh, who is uh, it's Billy Boy Rogers, right? Right. Right. Uh, who, despite his name, is not from the rural South of America. He's actually <laughs> from England. Um, he's a very well-known variation collector in particular. I remember, very nice guy. Have you ever, you ever dealt with him in the past? No, no, I never had. I mean, he's the kind of guy where you could ask him anything about variations, and, and he was very forthcoming. Mm. I know a lot of people who I really like and trust who trust him as much as I trust you. You know, that, that was how well huh. he, he was known in the community. And he started to sell things that he called unpainted palatoy samples. Right. What he purported was that these were uh, unpainted factory samples from the Palatoy factory in England. Right, right. And he said uh, that he knew somebody named John Patrick who worked there. And was, uh, I mean, this dates back to 2008. This is an old story. And actually, very good friend of the Kivecast, Matthias Rendell, was the person who really brought this to everyone's attention. And this story has gone on. For two years, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I believe that he's died several times in the since the story's been told. There's several uh, family members also involved. It's a pretty common thing to have uh, in a scam to pretend like your family members are responding for you and, and hiding behind people who don't really exist, whether or not these other people exist. Anyways, we don't need to go into all the details. People got frauded out of, I believe, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Because, I mean, these are very special things if they existed. Right. Um, but they were found to be unequivocally not real. And what happened this week, Steve? Uh, someone had uh, pointed out that uh, some new uh, figures had been posted on eBay. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure if this was a name that he had used before. I had not followed this closely. But these were Action Master Supposed prototypes. Well, Action Force. Oh, I'm sorry, Action Force. So there's G.I. Joe. And uh, apparently, yeah, he's just, this is just, I think, within the last couple of days right. uh, that this is posted. And um, it's just a sign that this is still going on, unfortunately. Yeah, and he's he's still trying to do it. So it's, it's a sad story, especially when it's someone who's so well-known. Because uh, there's been a lot of people who flaked out and a lot of people, a lot of... A lot of bad stories in this hobby, but that's maybe one of the, the that, yeah. one that tends you the most sour. Right. You, you don't want to think about people that you know and you like uh, turning turning to the dark side. But turning to the lighter side of things, uh, let's go into our kind of limelight of the month. And Steve, what I've tried to do is not just do things that I like. So I really like proofs and I like foreign carded and. 
I like focus collectors, so I, I try to make sure I get a little bit of stuff that's not in my wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what I uh, what I picked here was a a recent uh, limelight from Javi SW Spain. I suppose that's Javi, like Javier. I don't need to pronounce <laughs> like some kind of. Anyways, and uh, he he put up uh, a link, and he has this very great, this very interesting collection, and I'll provide a, a, a picture of it here. The thing that interests me the most as far as our discussion today, Steve, is his complete loose collection. Yeah. So he has a complete loose collection, and as many people do, uh, he displays it on a yellow background. And for anyone that has a vintage Star Wars card back, you know what the reason is. It looks just like the back of a 77 or 79 back carded figure. But the interesting thing is they're all AFA graded. So they're all... Wrapped in acrylic. So it's this weird thing where you're like, oh man, that's just like I remember. Except... (laughs) We got the nice... It's a contrast of uh, past and present, really. Right, yeah, it's past and present. And uh, really no judgment on that. I think it looks great. I mean, it looks outstanding, in fact. And uh, I think a lot of the the problem people have with loose figure collections is they get really dusty. Definitely a problem. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm looking at you, Steve, because I, you know, I, I got to see the uh, your collection. You have a lot of great loose stuff, but it's Ew, I don't even want to know how dusty <laughs> things are getting in there. <laughs> yeah, they, they get a, a little a little dusty. Uh, he has some other nice stuff too, a vinyl Cape Jawa, and, and uh, he has also lots of variants. And in the future, we're going to have probably a variant episode because, again, trying to get out of my wheelhouse, uh, I'm not much of a, a fan of, of variants. I don't understand the interest, but I didn't really understand the interest with coins either, and that wound up being interesting. So uh, we'll, we'll go down that road later. Um, I do like, however, seeing the, the setup, the lineups of all the figures. Uh, it is fun. And he also has one thing I wanted to comment too, uh, which is a Spanish Hoth Trooper. And I mean, I've never seen one like this before, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's extremely, extremely rare. And uh, what I like is that they actually they translated Hoth Stormtrooper into Spanish on the nameplate. <laughs> so they translated it as, uh, what is it, Trupa? Tropa, Asalto, Imperio, Hoth. <laughs> so uh, you just you gotta, you gotta love it when they translate uh, the little things. So uh, I'll, I'll include a link to that, that collection. He also has a lot of Asterix stuff, which is... As a French teacher, I, I can always appreciate the asterisk stuff. So that's a little bit of the uh, of a sort of contradictory nostalgia limelight. It's time for a new feature, Steve. Are we on, are we on to uh, story time? That's right, the Ticolo Carbon Story Time, and uh, we're going to go back in time to the. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to put this on the last Kivecast. It was running a little bit long. And my computer was just doing all these crazy things. I, it said something about unedited regions. I don't know. Anyway, so it's... it's that doesn't a, sound good. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't good, and it, it took a lot more work uh, than it should have. But that's all right. I only have a, a thesis to finish. Um, so I, what we did was we interviewed Phidias, and uh, he's uh, a, what, what we would call an, an old-school collector, been going at this for a while, hasn't he? For a while, yeah. I mean, he's he, he's not old, but he's an old school collector. And when we were driving up uh, to Sacramento, I asked him a little bit about how it used to be back in the old days. Because, you know, back in, I don't know, back in the early 90s, I wasn't collecting Star Wars. And when I was collecting Star Wars in the mid-90s, I was too short-sighted to collect vintage. 
And uh, he just sort of explained how he got an entire 12-back set. And he used every single form of collecting, every single tool that was available to a collector before the internet, before eBay, before before Brian's Toys, before Cloud City, before anything. So uh, let's listen to this interview. But, uh, it's just kind of a, an interesting way of looking back, again, nostalgically, at the way things used to be before it was so easy. Here's an oldie but goodie. Once upon a time. Long ago. Tikalo Carbon. Tikalo Carbon Story Time. Hit it, hit it. Toronto, gosh. We're going to move Steve off the floor. We're going to introduce Phidias Barrios, which is his real name, not some kind of crazy Star Wars uh, extended universe character. Yeah, it's not, not made up. That's what I call it, extended universe, because I'm too cool to say expanded. All right, so yeah, just, I just wanted to get an idea, because we were talking about this in the van in our six and a half hour drive, where we had no room, because it was packed to the gills with Steve's uh, three boxes of stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so let's go back here, okay? So it's 1993, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 1993, and you decide, you decide what? Well, I'm, uh, what it was, it was like summertime, and I'm just, uh, going to some comic book stores, and, uh, it's not like, like we were talking about in the van, I, uh, I went into a store, a comic book store, and uh, I saw, like, a couple of Jedi carded figures, just, uh, like, hanging on the wall, and, and I remember what they were exactly, it was a, a hand trench coat and a R2 sensor scope, and... And uh, sixteen was, years, and he remembers it. To yeah, the day. I know. I could, rem- I could remember things like that, but my <laughs> wife's birthday and my anniversary date and all that stuff. Like, well, that's not that's but, not important. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but so they were hanging on the wall, and it's like uh, they, they they weren't even star cases because you know there were no star cases yet. Yeah, we're talking ninety three. Yeah, so they were just they were just, sitting... they were just pinned up to the wall. <laughs> and 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 the first thing I thought when I saw that was you know that was the first time I saw a carded figure. You know, before, last time I saw one was when I was you know when it was like the mid eighties in the stores and stuff when they were still at retail. So, and, and I remember actually being impressed with the bubble because, you know, we, we kept our figures and, and some of us kept our card backs, but right. you know, no one ever kept the bubble. Everyone just threw away the bubble. So I remember looking at the bubble and thinking, God, it's still sealed on there. It's, <laughs> it's not open. Yeah, that's, that's like the common thing. Yeah. People start collecting like, I can't believe there's still bubbles. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so it was like, I was just really just, it just, I was just really impressed with it, but it didn't occur to me to buy it. I, I didn't, I didn't buy it. I didn't even ask the guy how much it cost. I just, I just, was just looking at it. Right. And then I, I, a few weeks later, I go to another comic book store and I see a couple of more Jedi cards, uh, you know, um, and it was like, same thing again. So I'm looking at the bubbles. And you know, they're, still, they're still sealed on. Can right? I just buy the bubbles? I, I, I just want to look at the seal. You know, it's like, it's, it's still sealed. And, but it's still, I didn't, I didn't want to buy it though. I just didn't, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't buy it. It didn't click yet. So, but eventually you did finally buy something. I guess third time's a charm. I go to the, uh, in another comic book store, uh, Golden Apple, on Melrose, and there's a 12-back uh, Stormtrooper, and it's that's actually the first time I saw uh, Star Wars packaged uh, uh, merchandise, because I was, you know, I, I was born in 73, so... Uh, oh, so you're, oh, you're not 73. I'm not, I'm not You were born in 1973. Not, <laughs> I get born it. I'm 73. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I don't ha- have any childhood memories of, of uh, going to the store and buying Star Wars stuff. Right. Or, or, or Empire stuff. It was all, all my childhood memories were with uh, Jedi stuff. Right, so, so you saw the double racetrack, the, the iconic silver, Star Wars, the thing, silver borders. And you were just, that was the first time, and that I knew that I was going to buy. When I saw that, I knew I was going to buy it. 
I didn't even I didn't know how much it was going to cost, but I knew I was going to buy it. Now you're and, taking your first step into a larger yeah, world. Yeah, and what it you're was saying. and it was the same deal. Uh, no star case or anything. It was just it was just lying naked there in the counter. And I uh, I asked the lady to if I could look at it, and she told me it's like a it, the, these the earliest cards had twelve figures on the back, and I was like, oh really? Just she said that you know those are the <laughs> earliest ones, and you know I, no one called them twelve backs. It's just, there's twelve right. figures. Just so, 12 figures on the back. Now, if you had the Kive cast back then, you could have listened yeah. to the first episode. Now, <laughs> I would have told you what a 12 back was, yeah. but you can't be faulted. But, um, <laughs> and then she told me it was, uh, 200 bucks. 200. I was like, oh my God, that was, that was so much money in the world. In 1993 dollars, that's no like $6,000. <laughs> you know, I had no, jo- I had no job and, you know, I'm still in college, but I, you know, I had, I had a little bit of money, so I, I did buy it. And, and I remember when I looked on the back too, it was artwork. Right, because they weren't pictures. That yeah, I was, you know, drawings. I was, I was only used to the uh, the Jedi cards with, you know, the the yellow, the yellow background steps and all that stuff with the photography. But yeah, it was all artwork, and I was like, I was just, it was freaking me out. <laughs> and yeah, I was freaked out by the, how, how Chewie's got the the long hair under his arms. He looks like an Afghan. I don't know. Yeah. So you know, it was just I, I don't even remember making the decision. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go after the other eleven because I just want to get the. That's my first experience with the uh, completism too, like huh. be, being a completist. So I, I knew I was going to hunt down the other 11. Uh, you know, I, I my first instinct was just to go to the phone book. Wait, because, yeah, because there, you know. Wait, so there was a book yeah. that looked like a phone? What is a phone book? You have yeah. to explain for Steve. I know, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess back then, you know, you, you couldn't, if you wanted to look for something and you weren't using the internet, you had to look in the phone book. You know, yellow pages, right? right? <laughs> so like, okay, so the pages for, uh... were yellow. Okay. And so I just I just go down the list of all the comic book stores and antique stores and uh, collectible stores and I just I just call every number. And we're talking LA, so it's a major just, just, city. Just LA though. Yeah, yeah, but still 1993 major city. Yeah, you're you buy one thing, it freaks you out. You need the rest. Yeah. And and, and what did you find from that? I only found one. Like 99 percent of the people I were I was calling, they didn't know what I was talking about. I would just I would just call each number and ask, uh, "Do you have the old Star Wars figures un- unopened?" <laughs> you know, and they're like, "Yeah, they don't know what I was talking about." Right. And then, but there was one store in Hollywood. She said, "Oh yeah, I have some, and it's like it's a uh, it's a Tuscan Raider." And I'm like, "Oh, can you turn it around and look on the back? <laughs> is it, are there only twelve figures?" And she's like, "Yeah, there's only twelve. And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I, I drove there. Uh, you know, it was right by Man Chinese too, like a few blocks away. Huh. Uh, so I go down there and I and I look and I it's there and it's it's in decent condition. So, uh, I was already kind of uh, conscious of something being like in good condition or not. Right. And I wanted it to be in decent condition. Right. It didn't have to be perfect, but it was good. So I bought it, and that was like. 100 something 160 i think 160 yeah that's then, cool 40 bucks cheaper so i buy that one it's now it's 10 more to go all right it's only logical you have yeah, to finish yeah i, mean, I have to finish almost I halfway finish. there yeah. and then um so now i ran out of you know i called everything in the yellow pages and so now i'm trying to think of where can i go next and uh i i, I remember well these things seem to be showing up in comic book stores so why don't i go to a, a, a comic convention maybe they'll have some stuff there so i go to the shrine you know they have their conventions once a month, and I went there. So the, the and, Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm, so yeah, and do they still have this? The comic book conventions they once still a have month. It. They still have it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I mean, it's it's dying. Right. It's dying, but uh, but back then it was still all comic books, really. Okay. And so I go there, and I, I ask every dealer there. Same the same thing <laughs> like the phone book. I go to every table. <laughs> every dealer. Every dealer. Wow. Every. De- I just the Star Wars guy. That day, I'm just huh? I'm just walking <laughs> to every table. Just even if they don't have anything on their tables, I just ask them anyways. Uh-huh. You know, do you have any Star Wars stuff unopened? In the you know the figures and they all you know they're they're all looking at me like I'm crazy. And <laughs> then Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. But then finally I, I reach one dealer at the end. Uh, Ann and Judy. Uh, they, they 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 were pretty like big Star Wars dealers in L A. And uh, and uh, they had a they had a lot of carded stuff. 
and uh, they had a 12-back Jawa. Uh. So I buy that. You know, it's in pretty good condition. I buy it. And then... You're one-fourth through? Yeah, so that's it. Nine more to go, right? <laughs> right. So now... But now I'm out of options. Yeah, where, I did where do everything. you go? I did everything. Yeah. So for a couple of months, I went through a drought because now it's like, uh, I don't know where to go now. Right. I, 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 I go back to a few more stores and they have nothing. And then uh, I'm getting kind of desperate, so I go back to the store where I got the, the Stormtrooper. I'm just looking around. <laughs> hey, man, and you got to help me I out. Know, I'm, going, I'm going back to places, right? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm trying to find, you know, trying to find it, right? And, and then... Uh, I guess I never looked for it before, but that's when I saw some magazines there. Uh, some, some, yeah, yeah, some, some, uh, uh what's it called? Tomarts. Right. Tomart. Action, action Figure Digest, Action Figure News. Uh, right. And the big one, the, the big, you know, MFR. <laughs> toy <laughs> Shop. Now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Toy Shop, right? I found Toy, toy Shop. Shop. And when I start flipping through them, I'm like, there, there are all these dealers selling stuff, you know, uh, you know, nationwide, right? Other states. They're like specializing in uh, old toys and Star Wars and right. So and we'll we'll include a, a link to Chris Jogulius's, uh He has his, he has all of the toy shops uh, scrap, online. The he, scrapbook. Yeah, yeah. It's the scrapbook, and he scanned them all in. You can see it. Basically, it's just this magazine that used to exist before the internet. It's this magical place where you could open it up, and there'd be auctions for everything that you see now on eBay. It was once in this little. It was black and white, right? Like a black and white, pretty much black and white, scrappy, yeah. crappy magazine. Yeah, newspaper. Look at me now. I got the potty <laughs> mouth. But uh. <laughs> but so I, I just see all the ads, and it's like it, it becomes so much easier because all all I have to do now is just call these places when they have their ads. Uh huh. And if they have twelve backs, I just call them, and and that becomes my first experience with buying stuff sight unseen because it's like you're just talking to them on the phone. Right, and, and they can't and email you. They the can't. Pictures. They, you right. know, they they don't have any pictures on computers or anything. Right. So you have to ask them what the condition is over the phone. So like, what, you know, what would their answers be like? Would they be like, well, they would, looks a, good? A lot of them would get like really impatient. <laughs> just like, you know, I'm asking them, are, are there any cracks in the bubble or dings? And it, if, there's a, if there's a dent, is it white? You know, and then they're like, what do you mean? You know, what does that mean? They, they didn't know what I was talking about sometimes. And then like, you know, is, is there any price sticker tears on the card? You know, that, right. is the POP still on the back? All that kind of stuff. P.O. what? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, and, then, and then that also became my first experience with paying for things too because I remember uh, – when you at, they they told you well if you want to buy this you have to mail me a money order or a check wow and then and then when I get it it has to clear and then that's uh, faith and then yeah. <laughs> after it clears I'll I'll mail it to you and it's like okay it's like and the first uh, figure I saw the first twelve back I saw in toy shop that I got was a twelve back Chewy yeah. Chewbacca uh, Chewbacca and I went um I, I completed that deal with that a lady in Florida for it from toy shop and she uh it came a few weeks later in the mail uh, in, in a box and uh-huh. I came home and. The package is just sitting right there by my door. That was my uh, first my first mail order package. Wow! Right? And I was like, that was pretty. I opened it up and it was right there. Everyone remembers there, 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 right there. <laughs> yeah, their first package and the first time when you the come first home, time, the first time you you know, yeah, and you see it <laughs> and you're just like, wait. So I could do this thing where I, I give people money and then I get something I really want at my house when I come home. That is the best deal going. I don't care how much it costs. Yeah, so it just it just started rolling from there. I just I just wait for the magazines to come out or toy shop to come out every month and then wait and look for the twelve backs and uh, you know. You know, they they just started knocking down. Like next one was twelve back Leia, you know, and then I got a twelve back C three PO and R two together from one dealer, and then a twelve back. And this is still ninety three. Is this ninety four? This is still ninety three. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm just you know I'm because Toy Shop made it a lot easier. So you gotta love this memory right here. <laughs> <laughs> and then Leia. <laughs> and then and then uh, uh yeah and then uh, Luke and Ben, and then and then um. I was coming close to, you know, the, the last two I needed were just Vader and Han, so I kind of slowed down because I wanted to, like, I didn't want it to finish so fast. Right, yeah. But you know, like, when you slow down? 
Right, yeah, you just kind of... When, when you're doing something enjoyable. Right. <laughs> so, I wanted to slow All down. All right, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have yeah, yeah, drank so much beer. Yeah, we're introducing, we're introducing, we're introducing him uh, to Pacifico here, so... Uh, but, uh, what? Oh, so, um... So then you had two left, right? Yeah, that's it. So there were two more left, and... And I was on AOL. See, I, I did. I was on the internet, I guess, but it was AOL. It's not quite the internet. Yeah, like, it, I, they used to have a. I remember on AOL, they used to have a button that said the internet, <laughs> and you click it, and it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> and I just sit there clicking on over and over again. And they'd say, when you upload, we go to the next version. When you hit that button, something will happen, and it never happened. Yeah, like at that point, I was. Oh, oh there, cell phone. It's my cell phone. <laughs> Oops. All right, Don. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's that's my wife, but I'll have to call her back. Okay, so getting back to the last two. Oh, so yeah, I'm on AOL. So just as a, just as a, you know, just kind of like a lark almost. I'm just like, I did a search just for Star Wars figures, and then that's when I pulled up. That's when I pulled up the news group. Okay. The you know rec arts sci fi right which is Star Wars collecting. It's called Rask R A S S C R A S S C Usenet. Okay. And I, when I pulled it up, it was just like, it was like, just a bunch of messages, just you know, all in a, like in a row. I don't know how you know like, that's the way AOL organized it. Right, just like like almost like a bulletin board. Yeah, or yeah. Not not particularly well organized, just a, a bunch of messages one after the other. So I saw like a lot of things for sale, and I was like, I, I thought, cool, look at this, they're selling stuff on, on the on the internet. And so a dealer there that was selling the twelve back, you know, the Han and the Vader, and and that was like that was my first online deal. Because it was like, a, I emailed the guy, and the first thing I realized when I emailed him was like, this is a lot easier than calling somebody, you know, on the phone. You can just, you can just email them whenever you want. Right. You don't have to worry about, you know, time differences on the East Coast or the West Coast or anything like that. And, uh, but it was the same deal. He just said, yeah, if you want to buy this, then send the money, you know, mail it. And when I get it and it clears, you'll, uh, I'll mail you the stuff. And that deal went real smooth. And, uh, and, that, that, was, and that was, that was pretty much it. That was, that was, that was the end of my 12 backs. I, I got all 12. That was like maybe early '94 or something. Awesome. Well, and that's in less than a year. You were able to, to complete it back in the back in the old uh, days. I was, I'm, yeah, I, I'm pretty quick, I guess. I right. Like to, I like to finish things fast. Well, <laughs> so. contrary to what you said previously, but uh, <laughs> but uh, well, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I mean, I really, uh, you know, you told the story in the car. You told lots of other good stories too. Um, but I, I wanted to get that one onto the podcast, onto the Kivecast, because especially for someone, newer collectors who've started since Rebel Scum, like I have, you know, I've started collecting vintage since Rebel Scum, and since eBay, just the idea that there used to be this whole, whole circuit, and it's amazing that in that short period of time, you went from a comic book shop to Raxkov, whatever, whatever you call it, to the Usenet, the Usenet group, and that's how you got all 12, and I think it's a, it's a nice... I don't know, it's a nice way to envision yeah. that the old process and the way it used to be. So thanks, Phidias, for uh, uh, for coming by. We'll hope to talk to you sometime in the Yak to My Face. But uh, let's get Steve back here. All right, well, thanks to Phidias for that. That was yeah. a good good, good story. That was a good story. It was, uh, it was funny. I was actually interested in it just as much the second time as I was the first time. Although I, probably when I'm done editing it, I won't need to hear it again. <laughs> but uh, let's, uh, let's get into a, a nostalgic look back. Into the archive. Tis a nugget from the archive. Tis a nugget. Oh my god, they're gorgeous. From the archive. Oh my god, they're gorgeous. Steve, nostalgia is a tricky thing when looking through the archive. 
you know, in general, we've been looking for stuff that's really high value or extremely rare. But you know, what do you remember most when you were a kid? Probably, I don't know, uh, Halloween costumes. That's you know, that's the kind of stuff that does come to mind. Yeah. Stuff that probably wouldn't, you know. Catch that much interest. I mean, I, right, I on the that. archive. I mean, I was thinking like tops cards. You know, I mean, all those things that get stuck in drawers for a couple decades. Right, and my mom's to... got tons of stuff like that. She, she's yeah. she's <laughs> this nostalgia freak. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I was just trying to think like, what can we possibly have from the archive that really connects on that visceral level where you remember being a kid and and having fun? And I thought, well, what about like I don't know, toothbrushes or Bubble bath, and then I thought bubble bath, and I remembered something that uh, Duncan Jenkins, the uh, unassuming Star Wars hoarder, uh, <laughs> who I believe he has one of everything, Steve. Wow, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, I don't think he would ever say that, of course, because he's <laughs> he's not that boastful of a guy. But I mean, he really, I mean, anything you have, if you don't think he has it, you should send it to him. And uh, he he does a lot of stuff for the archive. And he posted these this British bubble baths. And uh, what was the name of the company, Steve? This is Clearo. We're talking about a quality Clearo product from hey, Great Britain. That's right. I suppose we should uh, Clearo! <laughs> so a, uh, <laughs> a, a quality Clearo product. So what these things are is uh, it's a series of, of bubble bath bottles. Yeah, I said that without stuttering. And uh, there are, he, he lists there being four. I don't think there's more than four. You have C-3PO, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, and R2-D2. And, you know, these days, Steve, you look at, uh, you look at bubble baths and they're the same picture from Revenge of the Sith or Yoda versus Darth Vader. You know, the <laughs> same Photoshop, boring stock imagery. Not so with a quality Clearo product. <laughs> they let's just start. Uh, oh, who should we start with, Steve? Well, this, what do we got here? This is, this is Chewy. Huh? Oh, what a coincidence! Oh, what a coincidence! <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll put pictures of uh, of a couple of these up on the on the show notes, and I'll include the link to Duncan's awesome entries. It almost looks like a spray paint can. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a spray paint can. It's got the cool, almost pyramidal Star Wars logo. And it's got, you know, I've never seen this image anywhere. And I, I try to collect every single style of drawn image of Chewbacca. I've never seen this particular pose anywhere. I've never seen this exact drawing before. Uh, he's got his hand on the bowcaster. But what really sets these things apart is what is written on the back. And it's a strange combination of the, the aggression and the playfulness so I'll, uh, I'll we'll read all of these just just for giggles, as they say in England. Uh, so again, it's made by Clearo, and it's made. It, it says it's quote carefully made in Great Britain. <laughs> Steve, how do you uncarefully make bubble bath? I don't know, man. That, that has to be dangerous if, it's, if you're uncareful with bubble bath. You never know. I mean, three drownings a year yeah. at the Clearo factory. <laughs> Anyways, Chewbacca, Chewbacca the Wookie. And they misspell it with one E. Okay, all right. I'll have to start over again. Steve, am I going to be able to get over this? You'll be all right. Okay. Chewbacca the Wookiee is 100 years old. He keeps his fur fine with a frolic in frothing, foaming galactic bubbles and dot, dot, dot. If a bubble a day keeps a Wookiee that way, dot, 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 then you should too. Just pour one capful under the force of your taps. 
<laughs> so, I mean, the alliteration there, frolic in frothy, foaming galactic bubbles. I, I like the, the dot, dot, dots, man. Yeah, uh, it, it, it creates a certain amount of suspense. Uh, we're going to save C-3PO for the last. Steve, do you want to read uh, I'll, I'll get R2-D2 R2 here. All right. This is my first time reading this, by the way. <laughs> Let R2-D2 into your, <laughs> into your bath and his sumptuous special suds will galactically surround you with a haze of frothical robot bubbles? Just pour one capful under the force of your taps. Man, I I had a hard time with that. <laughs> Let R2-D2 into your bath and his sumptuous special That sounds suds. like a, a death wish, man. Yeah, well, Electrical... <laughs> Uh, uh. I mean, frothical robot bubbles? I mean, that's like throwing the the TV into the bathtub. (laughs) Exactly. Frothical robot bubbles. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, Let's see here. Let's let's, uh, drop drop Vader. Let's see if he's... uh, uh, His his pose is great, too. He's got both fists out, and he's just like... He's saying, like, what? All right, here we go. Darth Vader. Ever wicked wallow in Darth Vader's gorgeous galactic bubbles. Let his extrasensory power wash over you. And don't worry, you will come out shining like a Jedi Knight. Just pour one capful under the force of your taps. Wow. Let his wow. extrasensory power wash over you. Don't <laughs> worry. Ah, that's great. And then finally, what I think is, I don't know though, that... <laughs> <laughs> the frothical robot bubbles. I don't know if you're going to get better than that. But C-3PO, this is the one that has the real aggression. All right, here we go. C-3PO thinks anyone who doesn't luxuriate in his galactic bubbles is a space freak. So get it together and dive into his froth of far-out foam for a fun fantasy. Just pour one capful under the force of your taps, as always. <laughs> so I think oh. you can read that. C-3PO. Thinks anyone who doesn't luxuriate in his galactic bubbles is a space freak. Yeah, sorry, I was lacking the aggression on so that. So get it together. Dive into his froth of far out foam for a fun fantasy. Yeah, anyway, see, you've got that much better than I do. Just if you think if you, anyone who doesn't jump into his galactic <laughs> bubbles is a space freak. So that that is a true nugget from the archive because I never knew those existed. No. I didn't know. I mean, my life is better. For knowing and for having read that and seen those wonderful images and read those wonderful words. And again, there's just something that, that gets lost in in the modern computer age, I think, with just the images being sent so quickly. And here, very clearly, a company – it's not a bootleg, but a company just had had the rights just to say – Whatever they wanted. Whatever they want. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we thank them for it. So that's uh, that's our, our nostalgic look back. And if you are British and you are listening to this and you remember uh, jumping into the bath with R2-D2 or letting uh, Darth Vader's extrasensory wash over you, uh, why don't you give us a call? Oh, wait. They can't call us. So they're in England. Why don't you send an email? That works. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just call 877-77-WAMPA. I don't know how to call here, though, from England. It's like 001 or... There's definitely some extra digits. Extra, involved. yeah. Lot, lots of dialing. Well, for the Yak to My Face segment, uh, we're going to dip our toes further into the water of... How do you pronounce it, Steve? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. And uh, we're going to talk to the uh, webmaster of IGrewUpStarWars.com. And uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about his project and about his giveaway. Because he's giving away a carded hammerhead. 
Wampa Wampa. I'm I'm here with uh it's Tom Burgess or Tom. Right. So so you're the, the webmaster of it's I grew up com, correct? That's correct. All right, and, and what, what is it? What do you uh, what do you do on that site? Uh, basically it is a site of pure nostalgic Star Wars goodness. All right. Um, it's it's video that I put together, it's it's pictures that people Send in, uh-huh. uh, which are, which are awesome. And can can anyone send in pictures? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Actually, it's uh, it's encouraged. So, so it's almost like a nostalgia hub. Is that yeah? Is, is that your dream for the site in the future? That was. It's definitely that's definitely something that we're kind of building to with any luck. Right. So we've got a video section where you know folks can actually uh, um, either. Stomach through my productions. A few things where uh, people of uh, uh, a friend of mine, actually uh, a local collector, Jason. He uh, he did a few uh, things. Uh, that's uh, J- Jason Latroll. Is that how you pronounce his yes. name? Uh, yeah, yeah. He he did the uh, the storybook videos. Exactly. Yeah. He actually he he had the idea to uh, basically take the records, the story of the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and of course Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of uh, edit uh, uh, figures with uh, with the story, so um, that's kind of a kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I remember when he came out with that. I was I was amazed because it's such a simple idea, but it's so it's so brilliant to have the old, you know, the storybook with that that really deep baritone voice, and then the vintage figures. And he he's pretty impressive with being able to keep it all vintage. To keep the the figures vintage is definitely kind of a. Uh, kind of a cool deal so right so then you have uh you have other videos you have your videos which uh, which maybe we'll get to later right um, and then you have let's see I, I see here you have the the gallery so that's with everyone's pictures definitely and, and what's what's really uh got my interest is this most recent thing i, I looked on the uh, rebel scum forums and i see here winner free hammerhead and i thought Absolutely. i just i don't know i mean i, I i'm kind of a I'm kind of a grump, so I, whenever I see win something free, I just think it's going to be something lame, even though I like to give stuff away. So I didn't click on it for, for a couple of days, and then I finally clicked on it, and, uh, and, and tell me about it. It's, it's a contest, and, and how do you win? You win by actually sending in a photo for our gallery. Okay. So uh, Polaroid, scanned, anything scanned, as, as long as it's a JPEG, uh, GIF, or a, a .png, Okay. Uh, you know, upload them. Actually, all you need to do is go to the website, click on Contact Us, mm-hmm. you put an email address, and then it will actually open up another window where you can actually upload uh, your photographs. So oh, well, it's like almost pretty much direct. Yes. Oh, that's yes. excellent. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, so well, it's something that I actually have to take and then add to the gallery, but uh, it's, it, we tried to simplify it as best we could. Right. Well, that's. I mean, you know, because I, I run my own site, and I'm trying to get this whole uh, 
this whole archive cast together and you really want to have as much input as you can but then when you get input you're like damn now i have to deal with all that input <laughs> so, yeah exactly we did get a pretty good uh, slew of pictures in the last couple of weeks oh, so we've sense. had to play quite a bit of catch up so we're pretty i'm pretty pleased with the way things have been going so and, and uh, are you are you the judge? Uh, what's the criteria for winning? No, no uh, uh, what I'm going to, what we plan on doing is uh, we're going to take everybody's name uh, into a pot and basically pull it out, uh, pull out a name. Okay. So we try to actually we're probably tr- gonna going to try to uh, put it in video so uh, there's no shenanigans. Right. So, everyone so can see it's it. a fair. It's a fair deal. And um, actually, I made an announcement yesterday on Facebook and on Rebel Scum also that the uh, I feel that the contest is going so well that we've got a uh, second gift that we're going to be giving away uh, for a second uh, second prize. Wow! And that's, have you announced what it is? N- no, actually, that's going to be uh, announced when we do the final drawing for the Hammerhead figure. Oh wow, that's excellent! Yeah, well, that's uh, that's pretty exciting, and that, I'm I'm really happy to hear that that you're getting lots of uh, lots of feedback and lots of response, and I, I'm glad that it's not based on merit because I don't think you're going to get better than uh, than Zach and his underoos. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that picture is pretty legendary. I I went out to visit Zach a couple times in uh, in Cincinnati and. It's uh, I've teased him about that. I also I really like the kid playing uh, with the cantina. He's got the all all the kid all the can, cantina the vintage playset in front of him, and he's got that wicked smile going. That's uh, you know that one was actually uh, I I believe that's JoJo, correct? I'm right. not sure. Yeah, looking on, right yeah, JoJo. Now. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, the vintage figures, but uh, that was a modern child. So oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, uh, we weren't, you know, we wanted to include everybody, so, um... Oh, well, then I can enter. If, if we can do modern children with vintage figures, I, I got a whole bunch of those, because, you know, I, you I know, just... <laughs> if you want to do that, that would be fine, because I mean, the, the whole idea is vintage is preferred, right. but uh, any, you know, any time frame from vintage up till now will be fine. And actually, I'm thinking about maybe even including uh, uh, fan art, too, in the gallery. So that might expand it a little bit more, too. Well, that's great. Well, then, another thing um, that I saw, you know, I, I was I saw that you had a little YouTube thing for this, this contest, and I right. clicked on it, and I figured it was just going to be some old commercial, you know, like the ones that we use on the Kivecast for, for most of our sound drops. But then yes. it's, it's you. Is that, that's you, correct? That's me. Yep, that's me. That was very impressive. As, a, as someone who's tried to recreate the, uh, the vintage song, I, I want to applaud your efforts. Oh. Well, I, I have actually have the isolated uh, music here that I created for the commercial. And so on and so forth. Yeah, I love that uh, long breath there. <laughs> well, that I, I mean, that's a good thing. We're not doing this video because I was nodding my head. That was uh, <laughs> that, that was excellent. I love it. Yeah, I, I definitely like a like a copy of that to add to our uh, our sound bank. And I also watched. I remember seeing it a while ago. The, the holiday special video. 
Yes, I'm apparently one of the only people who actually enjoys watching the holiday special every once in a while. Well, you are not alone, my friend. I'm, I'm happy to find another, another member of the Appreciation Society. Wow. And, uh, what I like about your video is it, I mean, a lot of people make the same points over and over again. Like, oh, well, it had Boba Fett and that was the only cool thing. But what I liked about it was how you contextualized the variety show. Because people just don't understand it. That's like what people did back then. They made these terrible, terrible shows that no one could sit through. And comparatively, a Star Wars variety special has got to be better than most of the other ones. It just happened to be not as good as Star Wars. And strangely but, enough, it actually made sense back then, too. Right. And, and, and so often we're just thinking, oh, well, this isn't quite as cool as Empire Strikes Back, so I must hate it. But what I always say about it is that it's actually really brave. If you look at it, the first five or ten minutes are basically non-verbal. It's just a bunch of walking uh, bears talking to each other and grunting. And if you could imagine someone doing that on TV today, I don't think they would do it. The, the suits would say, no, you, you have to have more humans. So I was eight years old when I saw the holiday special. And for some reason, I had no problem understanding what they were trying to convey there in those first couple of minutes. So right, yeah, this it's uh, you know the Wookiee speak it, it goes beyond normal communication. You just you just tend to get it. But I <laughs> actually right. for my nephews that was the first thing I showed them of Star Wars. I because uh, they knew I loved it. You know I was the fun uncle back then, and uh, well, I'm still the fun uncle. But ever, when you have kids, you can't really be the fun uncle anymore. And, and they were like, let's watch Star Wars. I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what your parents, if your parents want guns and shooting and lightsabers, hmm, what can I show you? I know, something with none of that. <laughs> and it's the plenty of Starship. So they were uh, really psyched and going, holiday special, and they liked it. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's not as bad as our, our jaded, cynical, uh, gritty, revamped society wants to make it out. Absolutely. So, <laughs> It's not as bad as everybody doesn't remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have a fair. You have a some kind of affiliation with with stars. Is that uh, what is stars? Uh, stars is actually a um, a group that uh, we started in Seattle. It's basically a <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it's basically a monthly Star Wars get together at a uh, restaurant in Seattle. So. Oh, okay. uh, our group pretty much gets together uh, every month and uh, talks Star Wars over beer and burgers at uh, a Red Robin restaurant. Well, I, I may not appreciate the restaurant, but I appreciate the idea of the meeting. That's great. Right. We've got a lot of folks that actually show up. Um, I don't know if you know the box, Deanna and Lauren. Well, yes, uh, yeah. Gus Lopez, he oh, shows wow. up. It. Um, yeah. So. He's the official producer of this uh, podcast, so there you go. Oh, really? Well, great. <laughs> Well, we're technically yes. part of the Star Wars Collector's Archive, which is exactly. his his show. And then are you are you also – I mean I saw a couple pictures of what looked like to be your collection. So are you also a – as well as running the site, are you also a vintage collector or – Absolutely, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned uh, uh, vintage uh, steps or stair light. <laughs> exactly. Well, I my vintage collection is actually in my stair way. Yeah, I do. I collect. Uh, my focus in vintage is mostly um, the first twenty-one, carded and loose. Okay, so I mean, is that? Do you envision a time where you'll get the first twenty-one and then you'll be able to just stop, or 
Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much stopped. Um, wow, that's I've never heard of anyone successfully being able to do that. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I well, I think now uh, before too long, I'm probably going to have to reach the upgrade phase. So right, are you ready for the uh, the so the so be it lightning round? Yes. So be it. All right. <laughs> so be it. All right. So rank. The Star Wars movies, in order of preference. Uh, to me, there's only three Star Wars movies. Okay. Uh, in, uh, in rank, uh, episode four, episode five, and episode six. Okay. Star Wars will always be number one. Okay, Mo- moving on to the next question. If you were a vintage figure, which one would you be? My favorite figure of the time would be... I would be Small Head Han Solo. Small Head Han Solo. (laughs) What does that say about you? I don't know. For some (laughs) reason, when I was a kid, I loved that figure. Uh Um, It was was the coolest figure because he had a bent arm. That is true. He didn't have to... uh, You know, when you pointed the gun, uh, you didn't actually have to have his arm... Uh, sticking straight out and looking all goofy, he just kind of nonchalantly could just kind of lifted his arm there, which was kind of kind of cool and and quite uh, quite amazing to uh, to me since uh, everybody was was pretty right. pretty yeah. In a straight arm world, his arm exactly. was crooked. <laughs> right. All right. Do you have like a uh, a favorite collecting moment? Not not really a collecting moment. I have to say that moment more like a few years in time i would say that my favorite collecting time for me and what i remember the most uh, as far as having fun with these toys is from about 1978 to 1980 um, and what happened in 1980 we used to uh, we we have a we have a cabin um my folks own a cabin in oregon okay and which I had no choice but to go to almost every weekend. <laughs> is, that, is that the the lake that you feature in one of your videos? Yes, actually. Uh, in future videos, I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit more. Oh, okay, so. another teaser. Uh, yeah, yeah, another teaser. There you go. Um, and uh, we there were kids to play with, but most of the time, um, a lot of the time, I was playing with my figures along the the river there so that's it's definitely kind of uh, something that i remember the most and and it's kind of near and dear so i this is uh, those those kind of memories is actually what prompted this whole i grew up star wars.com website so if your house was burning what one star wars item would you grab while you were out the door you can only grab one can only grab one it would probably be um I have all my loose figures in an Oscars case. I would run up and grab that. Okay, so those are your childhood loose figures? That's not cheating, yeah. That's cheating. So you have to grab one of them. Oh, okay. Um, I would probably go in and grab my 12-back Stormtrooper. 12-back Stormtrooper. All right, so... Kind of a closet stormtrooper collector, so. All right, so twelve back stormtroopers. See, I was expecting you to say, you know, maybe your your childhood Han, but you know, may, with the with the website, maybe you don't need the the actual uh, the actual things anymore because it's now all committed to digital memory. That's right, exactly. But I guess the 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 last question, and we're we're done with the lightning round. Uh, 
I, I was thinking a lot about the word nostalgia for this this episode, and I was looking up on the dictionary and looking at its etymology, and uh, a lot of it is a sad component to it, like you know that it's considered to be bittersweet. Uh, you know, nostros is Greek for homecoming, but then algos is like a pain or a sickness. So this is kind of a deeper, more philosophical question, but is there anything about this that, that, that makes you sad, even though it makes you happy? Um, I would think that the fact that, uh, you know, we've all gotten older, right? <laughs> you know, we, we, I, I personally miss all the good times that I had with these figures and these toys bittersweet kind of memory because uh, unfortunately those memories uh, uh, those activities with your friends uh, and and playing toys in the backyard those aren't going to come back but it's definitely something that uh, you can remember but after a while you know those memories actually I, I suppose for me start to fade so this is actually uh, the website once again is, is just a way for me to help me remember and interestingly enough when i go to the gallery now the uh -huh. gallery page um it's funny how so many of us share these practically same memories right that yeah, i can i mean all of these pictures it could have been uh me opening you know those those figures or or me playing with my friends with the uh, with the figures and collecting vintage star wars is we all kind of share that same uh, collective memory. Right, it is. It, it, it is. The other thing I was thinking, too, is most of the pictures are from the two best days of the year, Halloween or Christmas. So, I mean, exactly. how, how can you not love toys and things that make you think of literally the two best days of the year, the only two days besides your birthday? Okay, three days. Those are the yeah. three days that you see pictures of. You know, you don't see, and this is Grandma's funeral, and here I am with a TIE fighter. You know? Right, so. right, exactly. Yeah, definitely my three favorites, uh, birthday, <laughs> Halloween, and Christmas for sure. Right, yeah, there's no Arbor Day memories. But, uh, no, no. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's great. And let's uh, you know do do one more plug for your competition that's going on. What's the what's the deadline for people to send in pictures of themselves to igrewupstarwars.com? Deadline is August thirty first, two thousand ten. And that is also my son's fifth birthday. Really? So I'm uh, and the sixth anniversary of me regging on Rebel Scum. So there you go. It's a good day. August thirty first, two thousand and ten. <laughs> how, how many do you have right now? Uh, I, you know what? I actually haven't counted, but, uh, the list gets bigger and that makes me happier and happier. So, All right. um, well, well you, you heard it, everybody out there in, in Kivecast land, you got to send those, uh, send those pictures. Maybe you'll win, maybe you won't, but, uh, this collective memory can be, can be held, uh, all together in this one place. And well, I'm glad you like it. There's definitely a lot of uh, work that goes into it, but, uh, it's all worth it. Yeah. And all right. Well, I think that's, uh. Hey, Matt, that should be pretty much it for the, the interview. I'm, I'm going to hit stop now. Is there anything else you'd, uh, you want to say before uh, I hit stop on the recorder? Yeah, check out thatgrowupstarwars.com and uh, wampa wampa, Scott. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. So last episode, Steve, I didn't really – I don't think I said the, our number once. What is the number to get a hold of the Kivecast? One eight seven 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 wampa That's right. Or you can email the Kivecast. That's podcast at the SWCA.com. And uh, as we say, we really do care. And we got a, a little bit of feedback, so let's get into the feedback section. Someday you call. Someday you call. 
1.7. Here at the Kivecast, we really do care. Give us a call at 1-877-77-WAMPA or email us at podcast at the SWCA.com. That number again is Quick uh, programming note here. I uh, put out a call on Rebel Scum that I want some nostalgia tales from people. And I got some, uh, one from John, uh, got a couple more on my emails. So uh, keep on calling those in, 877-77-WAMPA. We have a couple right now, uh, but I'd like more. Uh, it'd be kind of like a uh, addendum on the June episode where we can talk a little bit about the stories that were shared with us. Uh, they're, they're pretty good so far. So again, send in those numbers, 877-77-WAMPA. And by numbers, I mean stories. Let's get back to Steve. Unfortunately, the uh, comment section on uh, on the blog posts uh, used to just be filled with spammers talking about how great the Microsoft Zune was and how you can consolidate your debt while growing the size of... Anyways, um, I was able to put up some kind of spam blocker, so now we just don't get any comments at all. <laughs> so thanks, <laughs> listening audience. But uh, we did get a lot of good comments uh, when I posted it on the, the vintage uh, forums at Rebel Scum. And uh, we actually got another call from uh, Tim Hopkins again. Finally, I hadn't looked for a couple days, but uh, I found there's actually a few more comments on iTunes, which is great. We now have a four and a half star rating. That's not bad. Not it's bad. not bad. It's not five star. But, you know, five star seems fake. <laughs> like four and a half star seems like a real rating. You know, like if you get a teacher and they give you A plus all the time, you're like, yeah, okay. Mm. But if you if a teacher gives you B's all the time and you wind up with an A minus, anyways, uh, we had some some extra people here. Um, one person said that the, they liked the first one, but the second one was so long that it put him to sleep. Better luck next time. Ooh. Better luck. There's nothing in the Kivecast. <laughs> it's all work, Fire Gaiva. It's all work. <laughs> anyways, I, I appreciate uh, criticism though. One thing I really liked was uh, Jay Jay Dimmick said that, quote, even though I'm not a vintage collector, I still find this very informative. I like that you gave the basic vocab. Me thinking that 12-back may have been the husband to Yarna. Bad joke, I know. Now, Steve, is that a bad joke? I was... That's actually, a good joke. I was a little... Con- I was 12-back. She's staggered got, by that. She's got six, you know, <laughs> bo- bosoms. And uh, <laughs> so, having 12-back, that's a good joke. And uh, anyway, I just like the idea that he's not a vintage collector. And someone else said, uh, you know, he's saying that this may make him want to travel down the expensive path of vintage collecting. And it's not that it's expensive. Not, it's not that expensive. Please, hey, anyone can, can get into this. Anyone can get into it. Because what's, what's expensive? Buying something for $6 that's worth $6? Or buying something for $8 that's worth 2 Because that's the basic economic impact of vintage versus... Uh, Versus modern. Anyways, I like modern. I collect modern. But as far as expensiveness, uh, I, I say jump in. Jump into the vintage waters. Uh, we, we, we invite all. And uh, anyways, a couple other n- nice comments. Uh, filling the void, someone said. Which is nice because that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to actually 
uh, fill a void that we hope exists, or it doesn't exist, and we'll stop, and no one will ever notice. But we'll never stop. <laughs> I think that's about it, Steve. Yeah, looks like we're wrapped up. We wrapped up. I I, I think it should be the, the new thing where we, we check the uh, the fantasy scores to see how we're doing. Steve is a half a point ahead of me. Half a point. Yeah. Half a point ahead of me. I'm in. Well, I'm in seventh, and he's in, no. I'm in eighth, and he's I'm in seventh. In seventh. Hey. So. As the worm turns. But, uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, I, I think we should start calling our audience space freaks now. What do you I think? Like I, I, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. It's the way to be because you just – because C-3PO – because, I mean, really, if C-3PO thinks that you're a space freak for not using his bubble bath, then we're all <laughs> space freaks because none of us are using his bubble bath. No. So – It may be toxic by now. It may be, no matter how carefully it was made. Uh, all right, well, Wampa Wampa, and uh, see you see you next time. D- don't you have a goodbye line, Steve? Adios. <laughs> this podcast is not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited, Hasbro Toys, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The official Star Wars site can be found at www.starwars.com. The official Hasbro site can be found at www.hasbro.com. Star Wars all names and sounds of Star Wars characters and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or the respective copyright and trademark holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Star Wars Collector's Archive, unless otherwise indicated.